Welcome to episode 124 here of Drew Sports Crew on this Sunday night. As always, myself, Drew Skyberg, bringing you the news in the sports world today. More specifically, we'll be going through the Packers. Their 78th annual training camp is kicking off here on Wednesday. So you bet we're going to cover all the details right now here. So you all, right? if anyone's interested in going to the Wisconsin area, you have dates. You have some times. We'll get into that. And it's going to be a, a great time. I'm looking. I, a goal this summer is to get out, get up there uh, from, from my place and check out, really check it out. Um, haven't, haven't really made my way up there. And it's a shame considering how close I am. I've done some family fun nights. I've done those, but never the practices, you know. Love to see how the guys are looking. Um, up there, the new new signings, which we'll talk about just to get a refresher in on this. And if you want to hear about how the guys, you know, have done when when we kind of get midway through camp there or so, August 10th, it's a Thursday night, 7 p.m. at Petskull Brewing Company in Manitowoc. It is, we're, there is going to be a live show of Drew Sports Crew. We're going to do a Journey Million live show. So Zach Roush and Jared Valeski are going to join me there at Petskill Brewing, and come for a good time. And they have excellent food and drinks, right? Um, I can speak for the food food part for sure, as it is a brewery. They don't have they don't have sodas uh, yet. We're hopefully hopefully soon though. But I can speak to the food part for for sure. Um, some good stuff. Uh, it's a nice Cajun New Orleans style cuisine. I'm telling you, if you have not experienced that yet, you can get it right in Manitowoc. So. Uh, check it out. It's not a bad drive either, wherever, wherever you're coming from here, northeast Wisconsin. Hoping our, we're going to have some games, I can tell you that, and we're going to have some prizes too. So just keeping that in mind, uh, hope to see you all there as well. So going to be a fun time. Again, Thursday, August 10th. Check out social media at your sports crew for more details on this. I'm really looking forward to it. Anyway, I mean, that was the main announcement here. Also talking about the Brewers. So the Brewers, we're going to talk about week 17, a little week 18 preview. I'll be at two games this week, Tuesday and Wednesday. I'll be back-to-back cheering the Brewers on. I'm not going to be at the games in Atlanta. Uh, we'll, we'll break down the schedule a little. I'll give a little bit of my thoughts. Don't have the full record prediction done, but work, we're just working on some matchups getting, getting in. Um I want to see how Woodruff progresses. I'd imagine another starter too. So again, that that I I don't anticipate him coming back, but just want to wait to see how the Braves shake up their rotation this weekend. Just with how they they did this week is kind of what we're waiting on. So I'll break down how that this past week, the upcoming week, has gone for our Wisconsin sports. We have it in the background here. So the full, not the Bucks. No Bucks jerseys needed right now. I mean, you have the Giannis Brew Crew City Connect, so it kind of counts. But announcement-wise, we're shaking it up a little bit this week. Tomorrow, yes, Monday, July 24th. If you're listening today, July 24th, later tonight, 4 p.m., uh, live episode of Journey to Million there. Not not at Petskill Brewing. This one live on YouTube, Twitch, and Kick. You can find it there, 4.15 or so p.m., actually. And we'll be doing, um, we'll be doing the grids, right? The grids are everywhere. Uh, we'll be doing one of those and walks. Well, we might have one of the live show who knows, but we'll be doing one of those. Of course, we'll do, be doing some other fun games, talking some NFL best ball too. 
looking forward to that as always. And then I'll be previewing a DFS slate Saturday morning. We'll be previewing this slate there for July 29th, Saturday. I know the, the schedule's moved around a little bit this past few weeks, but moving it back to Saturday, um, just with how scheduling works out sometimes and be a lot of fun with that. So those are your announcements. There's your schedule. Right at your sports crew on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Drew's Sports Crew on Facebook, right, and YouTube. So let's get into it here. We'll start with the Green Bay Packers. All the draft picks, right? They're signed. It's the good news before training camp. We love to see it. Luke Musgrave signed four year eight point four seven million. Jane Reed, four years seven point one eight million. Lucas Van Ness, of course, gets the biggest there. Um, with with of course the draft selection and just Right, the nature. He's a freak athlete. Four years, seventeen million, seventeen point three actually there. And then the other individuals, right, who are drafted in this Tucker Craft, four year, five point five million. And then uh, basically everyone side is the point. Good news for Green Bay. And then, as I said, training camp starting up this Wednesday already. Time flies here. We're this is the this is the part of fantasy football here. We're just we're getting into it. So. Of course, we're going to have a league, and more details will come out in the upcoming weeks. But um, I mean, we're getting into it right now. Wednesday, July twenty sixth, ten thirty a.m. Central. First practice. They do the the tradition right with the bikes. It's iconic. Um, I believe the shareholder meetings tomorrow, actually, too. So July twenty fourth, um, in the afternoon, this shareholder Packer shareholder meeting takes place. I went to it. I've been to one. I went to one last year. Um, it's a good experience, I'd say, and I often tell people it's an experience that you want to see once. But for I mean, for for many of us, it was it was okay. You, you've experienced it, cross it off the bucket list, right? It wasn't like I got to go every year. And there are people who will drive every year for this. They'll make a full weekend, and they will come. I've seen Indiana, you know, like they're all across the country. They'll come for this. So it's a big event to some people. For me personally. It's it's a meeting, right? It's a shareholder meeting. It's a meeting you come to, you know, when you cross it off, say, "Hey, I've been to a Packers shareholder meeting." So, it's a cool experience. Definitely recommend to get one to go to one if you have not yet. You can go along with with someone who's a shareholder. So, just gotta get a ticket that way, or become a shareholder yourself, right? But we know how that the process, right? It's crazy. Um, so when just it's crazy, of course, with the nature, right? The demand so high uh, when they do do sales just with the nature of it Wednesday, July 26th, 10 30 AM I mentioned. And then Thursday they practice at 10 30 AM and then Saturday, July 29th also at 10 30 AM. So Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday this week. And then some of the times that I'm looking at. So right. Family fun nights already in Saturday, August 5th, 7 30 PM. But then there's some Monday practices in there. Um, What's intriguing is they have a Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday, they August 16th and 17th, respectively. We don't have times yet, but they, they're doing a joint practice. They're doing two joint practices with the New England Patriots. Could be interesting there. See some we could see some other guys from Patriots camp, see how they are looking. And then uh Tuesday, August 22nd, and then Wednesday, August 23rd are the last two practices. With right Wednesday's practice being the last one open to the public, so just keeping that in mind, we're we're already ramping up though into football time. 
So, yeah, starting Wednesday, it's like, okay, football's starting. It's getting real, which is good to see, right? We love we love football. And then we get to like fall, September, October there when we have like all sports going. Baseball's going to be in the thick of things. Hopefully Brewers will be in it. Packers are going to be off and running. And then Bucks basketball is going to be starting up. So it's going to be a wild time for sports. A lot of time devoted there to that. So those are the main Packers updates, right? Not too much going on. Um, of course, we've talked about some like the Packers camps that have been earlier, like the mini camps, right? How have those gone? And the, the main takeaway, at least we've talked a little bit about on Journey Million as well, has been, right? I mean, with Packers camp, definitely with Romeo Dobbs and Jordan Love, that's been the talk where how how that connection has looked, how it almost felt as if Dobbs was being almost his number one target. But again, this is mini camp. I, I, I don't think much of it, but notable that 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 was a takeaway, right? Um, that we've had in camp, just seeing how much Dobbs was getting the ball from Love. So, looking to see how that is in actual camp. Looking to see how how this camp goes. I'm looking forward to it. So, that's that's the Packers talk. Not right. I I say Packers updates. There, there's a little bit of updates. There's there's enough to have a segment about it, but not a whole lot here. Um, mainly, we got to talk about the Brewers. What's going on? As we have right the thumbnail. Points to it, Abner Uribe as the thumbnail. He's throwing heat out of the bullpen. Only gets one out today on Thursday. Or why did I say Thursday on Sunday? I don't know why I'm thinking Thursday. But he gets one out today. Um, and going through this week, how it went, right? Six games were on the schedule. And if you're a Brewer fan, you got to be pleased with how this week went, I'd say. Honestly, um, Definitely this weekend is a little upsetting just with how it went. But I think winning two out of three in Philly, right? That was just a huge win. Especially Wednesday's four nothing win. Um, right that you lose four to three on Tuesday. And that game that was unfortunate, I'd say. But just getting through those last two games, especially that shutout there. I believe the Brewers lead all of baseball in shutouts. Um but yeah, I, I didn't have the Brewers winning on Tuesday. Uh Aranola was the reason why I did not like the odds there. Uh, Tehran got roughed up a little bit. Uh, big thing was the solid contact on Tuesday. Monasterio though kept you know, kept up playing. Oh, you know, playing well. He was two for three in that one with a, with a double. But then that that went on Wednesday, five to three last week. Definitely right. Again, Brewers are picking up there. Um, I think the big thing was Contreras continues, right? He's been, he's been dominant in July. Definitely. I think he's going to be player of the, not like player of the month, like the player of the month, but like MLB.com actually does a position like player of the month for each position by position. He's going to be your catcher player of the month. I do think Yelch will probably be your left fielder of that as well. So it's cool to see Perkins. Blake Perkins is another guy who, Actually, you know, if you were look at the Brewers and ranking how they perform this week, he would be in the top three, top four. Uh, Blake Perkins had himself a very good week here um, in week 17, if we break it down like that. Uh, he, he looked very, very good. Um, and then also he, he was getting steals, not getting caught steals. So he wasn't getting caught, picked off on bases. He's walking. 
Um, had right, he was two for three, the double, just a full stat line there on Wednesday. Thursday's game then was that shutout. It was a beautiful game um, on Thursday. Uh, Burns looked dominant is how you describe it. And just overall pitching gem for the Milwaukee Brewers in that one. Yelich, it's a home run, a three-run home run. Right, Burns, eight innings, ten strikeouts. Like, come on. It was just a good a good day there for the Brewers. They get to Taiwan Walker as well. And you get, you get to this weekend, right? Friday, you lose a tough one. Um, not much to say there. Saturday, Saturday, talk about game of the year. Um, I was actually camping this weekend, so uh, talk about a game to miss. Yes, don't worry. During, I, I went back. I went back. I had to go back. Um, after many were calling this the game of the season, Sal Freelich comes up. He could easily bend the thumbnail, you know? Um, but... I think I just want to highlight a read from the like overall the past two weeks, how he's done, but f- have yourself a debut South. Like, I should have started there. Um, just going back in this one. Right. I mean, he was the difference. He had one of the best brewer debuts, right. In his, in the history of the Milwaukee brewers, right. We'll add the Seattle pilots in there. So 1969. Um, so definitely, I mean, you're pleased with, how the, the, the debut has gone, right? We feel that Freelich had that injury there earlier in the year with the wrist, I believe it was, um, that held him back. He's back, or is the thumb, rather. Um, he's back, and he had it, it took him just to have a, a good week in, the, in AAA there in Nashville, and they bring him back. They, they, they call him up. Definitely wish it was sooner, but again, that injury it felt held him back. Romeo Tapia was the man who was DFA'd here. I think Perkins playing, having this good past week, as I mentioned, I think that saved him his job, right? I think he was could have been a casualty there. Um, and when I say casualty, right, just getting DFA'd. It's um, going to AAA. They're not, like, getting kicked off the team, rather, or, right, just getting – going back to AAA. Yeah, but free look in this one. Um, Phenomenal. Right? The defense stands out too in right field. The speed, right? He he has tools that makes him, especially fantasy baseball. Trust me, he was picked up right away in my leagues. Um, right away he went and he made a difference right away on Saturday. So definitely was good. But I think Freelix debut, right? This game is on Fox and all. Uh, phenomenal. But Adrian Hauser had 10 strikeouts in this one. Six, he had a quality start, six innings, three, three earned runs. But 10 strikeouts, I think that part for me, especially against this offense, I think that was the thing that stood out, you know, um, obviously not as most as how free look, how good his debut went, but, right? I mean, you definitely can't just ignore Hauser had 10 strikeouts in six innings, right? Against this, again, this this high-powered offense. He struck, like, everyone out. He struck out Albies twice. No, yeah, yeah, he actually struck out. He struck out every single per- starting or he, I, I don't know if he did, but the, I'm saying the Brewers collectively struck out every single person who started, and Hauser led the way with 10 strikeouts, and Piams had one, and then Williams struck out three in the ninth. So my point is everyone got struck out, and Hauser was a big reason why, which you love for him because, as we know with Adrian Hauser, he's a pitcher who he pitches the contact, right? And that's why strikeouts aren't a big part of his game, and I'm intrigued how, you know, he is a start lined up 
next is going to be at Atlanta. He's going to be playing the Braves again. I'm intrigued to see how he looks in that one. That also impacts the matchups. And I wonder if any of you all got a City Connect beach towel. Please send it in. Not like physically send it, but if you want to send it a picture, at your sports crew. Love to see how they turned out. Um, definitely a very cool giveaway. The Brewers are really expanding their giveaway, upping their giveaway game this year. Um, and I really like how they put them on Saturdays and let the Sunday Fun Day bundle speak for itself. So really smart move there by the Brewers. But okay, Saturday, right? It was an all-time high for the Brewers, and Sunday felt like a low. Uh, Brewers up 2-1 to one there. Uh, nice sack fly there for Owen Miller. Uh, I didn't even talk about Bryce Terang's home run. He's he's picked it up. Um, he's played better since you know getting called back up. Uh, Julio Tehran pitches a quality start again. And when I like I say again, he's back. Uh, there he had a little bit of a stretch where he was okay, not so good, and he he's looking good. So I'm happy with what we're seeing from. From Tehran, and again, he's been – he's more of what Hauser – what we think of Adrian Hauser, right? A guy who's going to limit hard contact, might not, doesn't have that blow-away velo, but is going to – he's going to locate pitches. He's going to limit walks. He's going to make the right pitch, and it's just happy to see how that has looked. And the Brewers – or the Brewers weren't really able to capitalize on some Braves who are making debuts this week was the other thing too, right, with their – Right, Elder pitched on Sunday, but they had Daisbell Hernandez who um, made his debut today in any of work, and they had, right Saturday was a debut as well. So just looking at that, you know, not really able to capitalize maybe on right guys making their first starts, but Brewers they've done it this year has been just making plays when it counts, you know, and that's something you just gotta love with this team and. On my power rankings right now, I, I have them. I'm looking at like the seven spot is where they're going to be when those come out Tuesday. But um, right now, not official yet, but that's where I'm looking. Right now, Alan, and also Alan Winans was the guy who pitched on Saturday, making his debut there. Um, let's go to baseball reference. Right, If you want to find the Immaculate Grid, go there as well. We love playing that. We t- I didn't even mention yet Wade Miley also on the IL with some – I believe forearm tightness, which is never good, but he's more optimistic. Um, my other comment with the injury report was Brandon Woodruff makes it made a start Saturday at high A in Appleton, the Timber Rattlers, and he looked he looked great. You know, fastball was sizzling, um, and I think he did like three or four innings, had four strikeouts, so like not a lot. Right, he faced twelve people, or I think, and strikeouts weren't like dominant but like he was striking out over a guy in any uh, like Vila was good I think I don't think he gave up any runs uh, I I suspect he'll be back I anticipate I was thinking like he'll make three three starts maybe so I said mid-August I'm thinking now more of like that first like first week of August so I think like two weeks from now we could see Brandon Woodruff in a brewer uniform call him a trade deadline acquisition he's gonna be coming right around that time so that's going to be cool for Milwaukee here. Also looking at the war, right? We'd love to see wins above replacement. Who is leading the way? Still Christian Yelch, right at 2.8 wins above replacement. All right, and that shows like the value each player brings to their respective position. 
like above replacement value. So right, looking at that, we see Yelich 2.8, which um, right now at this point of the season, he's on pace for to have a really, really good season, right? Contributing to your team. Often looked at in MVP ranking, right? MVP awards as well. Uh, William Contreras here at the two spot, 2.1. Burns picking up, picking it up after some great starts at two, right? He's made his way up the rankings. Uh, Wade Miley was ahead of him just a few weeks ago, which is a stat I brought up. Joel Piams, 1.7. Devin Williams, 1.7. William Adamas, 1.6. Wade Miley, 1.6. Joey Weimers at 8, 1.1. Then Bryce Wilson at 9 with a 1. Milner at 10 with a 1. Just want to go through those guys. But I did want to mention, with kind of the moves that we've seen, um, like Saturday and Sunday, we see Weimer now. Joey Weimer actually not in the lineups. And this is not injury-related. It's actually more performance-related. So uh, Weimer now is seems like he's going to be more of a lefty platoon, just based on how he's performed. Um, I'd imagine he could definitely make his way back to being an everyday player, but the numbers are, have not been good. Um Right now, his actually average is down to 207, OPS at 678. Uh, Freelix definitely going to play. You know, that's going to be something to to acknowledge. But Weimer's not going to be your everyday guy in center um, as of right now. Um, but again, I imagine with lefties. So Andrew Abbott, the lefty uh, for Cincinnati, is going to pitch Tuesday. I would admit, I would imagine we're going to see him. Um, See him in that one. Blake Perkins is has been the guy who's taken his job, right? I said Perkins is swinging a hot bat. He's got the speed. Perkins is gonna Perkins and Weimer now are gonna do a little platoon thing. I think in center is how we're gonna do this moving forward. Uh, Winker is unfortunately gonna still get at bats. I'm rooting for the guy, but it's it's not working out. OPS now 558. He does sit on Sunday though, but it, it has been a disaster for. Um, for Jesse Winker. And I'm, I'm rooting for the guy, right. As we all are. Um, I honestly think him going down to the minors or triple a, um, right. He had, he had a rehab injury assignment. He came back. He right, he had the next stiffness and it's just, it's not working. Right. Um, I know it hasn't been working for Rowdy till either, but it's really has not been going his way here in 2023. Um, so it's been unfortunate, but that's where I'm looking right now in our baseball reference, right? In the war report, uh, Yellis right now, I'm, I'm looking at it. He's been picking up the power surge. He could get to 25 home runs and like 40 steals, right? It, the, the 40 steals might be a reach. The 25 home runs might be a reach. I think for sure. Yelich is getting to 2030. I think that's a pretty safe thing to say here in mid to late July. Uh, he needs six more home runs, nine more steals and on his pace. That could happen. Uh, his OPS now at 851, right? It keeps surging as he performs. Same with William Contreras, the power, the extra base hits, they're there. He's second in his team in doubles. That was something the first month of the year we were collectively concerned as was he's not hitting the ball. Um, well, he's hitting the ball, but he was singles. Nope. No extra base hit power uh, was lacking and he's picked it up 10 home runs, right? And then also the OPS now just around 800 above average league hitter, great defense. Contreras has done what you've wanted so far. So we'd love to see that. And then we're just waiting for Adam. It's just, he's been kind of just like, okay. You know, he's 17 home runs, 
right? The power's back, but the average is 211, OPS at around 700. Right now he's below league average and OPS plus. So we're just hoping with Adamas step that up. Um, power's there, but just average walking more uh, is certainly something you'd want from Adamas. I mean, he's 37 walks so far this year, but numbers haven't been necessarily great. So just some stuff I have in mind here. Um, and we saw the Brewers scoreless streak for the bullpen end today on Sunday as Ozzy Elbies hit that three-run home run in the eighth off Elvis Peguero, but he has still been a focal point of this bullpen. He's still been essential to this bullpen too. So I'm not worried, right? It happens. Uh, Peguero, um, or Peguero, I should say, not Peguero, um, has still been very good this year. The numbers reflect that. 2770 RA, um, FIP of 3.34. So he's pitched well, right? Nonetheless. So definitely love that from Pagaro this year. Uh, then, right, Piams has, has been dominant. Milner's been that lefty specialist. And of course, Williams out of the pen. Love this bullpen. It's great. Wilson's been a great filling guy. And look, we're looking forward to this upcoming week here, week 18. I'm looking, there's six games, right? I'll break this down here before we wrap it up here. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7-10, 7-10, and 1-10. Those games, they're all three on Bally Sports against Cincinnati. And then Brewers have an off day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They play the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. All three are on Bally Sports, 6-20 on Friday, 6-20 on Saturday, and 12-35 on Sunday. Those are your three games there. And yeah, the three at, three at home, three on the road. Right now, you know, I'm looking at a three and three week. I know, I know that's that feels like almost like a cop out cho- choosing the three and three 500 a week. But um, with how the matchups look right now, that's that's where I'm at. I want to wait on Saturday. I've well, I've Reds taking two of three, and I have I actually have the Brewers losing tomorrow. Just based on how the matchups look out, look out right now, it's a good matchup for the Brewers against Ashcraft. Um, but he's pitched well as of late. He pitched well against the Brewers last time around. Um, so ERA is a little deceptive there. Uh, Brewers actually, or Ashcraft has pitched well against the Brewers as of late. So looking at that, the Brewers have gotten to Abbott. He gets another start Tuesday against them, and then Burns is pitching Wednesday or Burns is pitching Tuesday. My apologies, and I just I like the matchups here. How we're looking, but again, this the weekend waiting on the matchups before I confirm my three and three results. I'll let you all know on the post. It'll be out tomorrow afternoon, so you'll see it then. Otherwise, that's all I got here for the Brewers and Packers. Have a great sports week. Have a great week in general, right? Again, at Drew Sports Crew, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Drew Sports Crew, YouTube, and Facebook. I will see you, you know, see you guys tomorrow for Journey Million, an episode there. Then also Saturday, right, for Drew's baseball cruise. So that's going to wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skybrook, here on this Sunday night. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.